we are back, me and Carol, and we got a guest on our show today. Can you introduce yourself? What's up? What's up? Uh, my name's Eli, um, but when I make music, uh, my friends call me Insight. Um, so yeah, thank you for having me on here. This is going to be <laughs> awesome. So we work for Teen Empower for Teen Empowerment. It's a um, nonprofit mm-hmm. company. Yeah. Organization. Organization, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell us more about yourself, Eli. Or should I call you Insight for this one? Um, it's up to you. I mean, Insight might give me too big of an ego. So you <laughs> can call me Eli. So to <laughs> you. Hi, hi, humble. Okay, gotcha. uh, Eli. Um, so tell us more about yourself. Tell us more about your music. Like, what do you want us to know? Word. Um, well, we'll start from the top. Oh, <laughs> we'll start from the top. Um, I was... Um, <laughs> Take your time. Face uh, yourself. But, um, I'm 17 years old. Um, I was born in Cambridge at Cambridge Hospital, um, but I've lived in Somerville my whole life. Um, right by the high school, about like five minutes away on Hudson Street. Um, yeah, and about me, I feel like um, I don't know. I feel like I don't know. <laughs> Hold on, let's start doing that. <laughs> that's hey. like I feel like that's a broad question. It's a broad question. Okay, so you want me to ask you like specific Maybe. questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I, I had actual specific questions, and Heather was like, "You want to just like change them?" Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Um. So like, what school do you go to? Word. Um. I go to Somerville High School. And you said you lived in Somerville. Yeah, lived in Somerville my whole life. Seventeen years. Seventeen years. Oh, wow. Wait. So yeah. li- you, you are seventeen years. I okay, am seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. What do you like to do in your free time? Word. In my free time, um, I, I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to video games. So I play a lot of video games. That's really my stuff. I've been playing a new Spider-Man game Ooh. like crazy. Yeah. But uh, productive stuff I do in my free time, um, I write music, obviously. I write poetry. Um, yeah, I feel like writing over the past couple of years has really become like my way to express myself. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like we all have so many things that like we carry throughout the day that we do that happens to us and like... I feel like if we don't have a way to express ourselves one way or the other, it's all just going to build up oh, and explode. Oh, yes. Yeah. I definitely yeah. I agree, yeah. with, I agree that. with that. Like, yeah. psychology yes. 101. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, you w- would you, like, say that writing is, like, your therapy? Definitely. Definitely. I would say, I feel like that's kind of cliche for artists to say. <laughs> but um, writing is definitely my therapy. Um, I really started writing uh, freshman year is really when I started writing. Actually, is actually a story behind it. Is um, my freshman year English teacher, Miss Carlin, um, I remember we did like this little unit, mini unit for like a couple of days on poetry where it wasn't really we were reading other people's poetry, but rather working on our own poetry. And I feel like that was really the first time I had ever like sat down and focused on writing. And that was the first time I ever read it aloud to the class. And I remember I had written a poem about Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I wrote that poem and it was really just talking about how everything he was doing and how it was affecting the people around me and how that made me feel. And I just remember reading off that last line and then everyone just like clapping. And it was like, wow. (laughs) Like, I think it really just hit me like how much my words can affect people is just something that I had never really understood before. And really just the power of writing, the power of speech, it's just, it's amazing. So I really forget where that 
that question started, <laughs> but yeah, that's no, always that's a story I love to tell. That sounds mm. very beautiful. Um, yes. I I used to write a lot too. Like uh, that used to be my therapy. Um, but then I stopped. I don't know why. Mm. Um, but a lot of people say that like writers like I feel like you can never stop writing. There's mm. always like a feeling yeah. inside you where mm-hmm. you're gonna do it like one day again like it always comes back um it never leaves it never leaves Mm -hmm. yeah it's like like always a part of you no Mm -hmm. matter like how much like despair like no matter how much like despair you have in your life that sort of like wants to like take away that drive to write it always like comes Mm -hmm. back in some shape or form yeah and i feel like definitely like i feel like that despair is really like I don't know. I really believe in energy. Like, that's something I really believe in. So I feel like when you're feeling something negatively, like, that's an energy. So if you can turn that around and turn that into something positive, and I feel like that's really what the mixtape is, is that it's really, I'm just taking something that, like, affected me negatively and then just spinning it and trying to put a positive twist on it. So it's like you can use that to your advantage. Yeah, I sort of believe in that, too. Yeah. The whole energy thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For sure, for sure. So you said you just mentioned about the mixtape that you're coming out, and when yeah. is that coming? Uh, the mixtape is dropping November second. It's called Invisible Man, and this Ooh. is the f- yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like a spooky, yeah. spooky name. What can you? What can we like accept? Expect from it? Like, <laughs> what's the story behind it? The story behind it. Um, it's really. Um, well, I have written this right after I got out of a relationship. Um, a very oh. intense, very intense relationship, um, which had ended. Um, definitely not on bad terms. I wouldn't say. You know, I still definitely like respect this person, definitely. But um, it was really something that kind of made me look in on myself and really kind of showed me that if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not loving yourself, if you're not appreciating yourself, you really can't do that for other people. Yes, I definitely Mm -hmm. agree with that. I I agree. 100% behind you. (laughs) 100%. It's just like life. Yeah, I feel like. That's that's something that many teenagers need to realize today, Definitely. like especially younger teenagers yes. I see going into relationships and you know, you see these all on Instagram, yes. like pictures of relationships mm-hmm. and like, oh, it's cute. Relationship but, like, goals. What is it really about? Definitely. Like, you know, so then like and then just because of those pictures and just about many things, Definitely. then people just forget about themselves and mm-hmm. yeah. putting their energy in other people. But then. They can't put energy in other people when they don't have energy themselves, you know? Yeah, and I noticed that, like, a lot of people, like, have this, like, constant, like, um, belief of, like, I need to get love from this other person Mm. in order for me to, like, survive and live in Mm. this world. I'm like, no, it's not about getting, it's about giving love. Definitely. I, I definitely agree with that point because I feel like that's really, like... What was the downfall of my relationship was that, like, I had had pain that I was bringing into that relationship. And instead of addressing that myself, I was like, oh, she's going to fix me, which is yes. don't yeah, do that. The same don't thing happened to me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's like that that mentality is just, you know what I'm saying? It's not good for anyone yes. involved, you know, because then you're putting a burden on someone and like they're not a superhero. Yeah. You know what I'm saying no matter how awesome they were. They, you know what I'm saying? They're not a superhero. They can't just wave a magic wand and take a kick. Take care of all your problems. So it's really about, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And it, it doesn't mean, like, isolate yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, self-love, I feel like a lot of times scares people because they're like, yeah. oh, I don't want to be alone. That's not what it means. Yeah. It means just being able to take moments of time to be alone with yourself. And you can go, you can have friends, yes. you can have all types of things. But it's like being able to take that moment just for yourself yes. is really important. I totally agree. That's what, like, I try to do every morning mm-hmm. before I get up. Like, I always just take a moment for myself and meditate and, like, say, like, affirmations, like, 
they're sort of like not incantations but like they're sort of just like words like positive words that i say to myself like i always say like i'm loved i'm wanted i'm secure i'm cherished and like all that other stuff because like i know sometimes if i don't do that then like old memories from the past will just like sort of come up in this like portfolio of mine mm. and then i just like start becoming like very negative and you want to know <laughs> something crazy you want to know something crazy the the outro song the, the not the outro song one of the last songs on the album is called affirmations really oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. So, so that's funny that's funny that's ironic <laughs> yeah so yeah but definitely like those those affirmations are key like whether it's just in your head or whether you're actively saying it out loud just just realizing like you can speak things into existence. Yes, you know what I'm saying? You can I will totally things agree. into existence. And you know what I'm saying? That happens with happiness. That happens with success. That happens with, with all different types of things. Is if you believe something and if you dedicate time to just being with yourself and telling yourself that you can do something, 10 times out of 10, you can yes. do it. Straight up. Straight up. Oh, that, that's, you know, this is going so well. <laughs> I love this. Like, the vibe just, um, like, it just started off so well. Sure. Um, I can agree with that like we all need self-love and like we all have like different ways of loving ourselves right yes. like you go up get up in the morning and say good, look in the mirror and say nice things yes. to yourself and like sometimes we all just like not isolate but like take time for ourselves yep. like i don't know read a book or like just go out into like just walk around and think about things um and like yeah we just all need some self-love in order Definitely. to love other people i think yeah, yeah i that's one of the most like, i feel like that's one of the misconceptions about like in teenagers that they think that uh, other people will fix their problems for them no. and then it's like i feel like that's one of the most toxic things yes. to ever do Agreed. to someone because i've been in that i've been in a uh relationship where when that happened not like uh like a love like not like like boyfriend just like uh, like friendship mm -hmm. yeah. you know and it that friendship fell apart because mm -hmm. we both thought that w we had the power to fix each other's problems mm -hmm. which we don't at all but um so the this miss this mixtape what is it called um it's called uh, invisible oh, man so see, <laughs> what's see, up <laughs> I said, you already named the yeah see i forget things easily and plus we just had a whole you know, gotcha. it's, it's really nice but, <laughs> mm -hmm. see, I feel, I feel but um <laughs> anyway so invisible man what is the difference between this mixtape and some and like your previous ones um, I feel like um, I have two projects out right now. Um, they were both like EPs, like five songs, six songs each, smaller projects. Um, the first one is called Something to Die For, which um, the name of that um, EP actually came from a Tupac quote um, where Tupac said, uh, my mother always told me that I need to find something to live for or I best find something to die for. And oh. I think that that really always stuck That's with me, powerful. right? That's just yes. a crazy powerful quote. So I said, I'm gonna harness that power. So I, your I mom named said that. That's not what my mom said. That's oh. a Tupac quote. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said your mom. I'm yeah. like, oh, that's so powerful. My mom's super powerful, but <laughs> nah, that's not her quote. Uh. Um, but yeah, so that was my first project I released um, in early. 2017 no early 2018 um yeah and then i had released a project this summer which was called aces and that was kind of soft it was, it was more soft more like lovey-dovey stuff Aww. um you know what i'm saying it was in the middle of a relationship i was in love whatever <laughs> <laughs> oh shit i really get too loud but um yeah so that was that project in this invisible man i feel like it's definitely my best project like by far and away um blows it out of the water um, my friend Sawyer, uh, Sawyer Thomas, who I always do music with, um, he was definitely saying that, like, 
all your other stuff was good or whatever, but like this, it's like it's <laughs> different. It's different, and I feel that. So um, with this project, I feel like really the way that it's different is, I feel like the filter is gone, and, and um, I feel like that's really how I feel with this project. Is like I feel like with the other projects, I always had a filter on it. Like I always had something I wanted to do with the project, and I never strayed out of it. Mm, you know, and yeah. it's like I didn't want to go too far left or too far right or too far up. But I feel like with this project, I really just, you know what I'm saying? I just opened my notebook and I wrote. And, like, what came out was so authentic and was so real. And I really think it's the best music I made. You know, when it comes to the message and just musically, I feel like it's just the best put-together thing I've ever done. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really psyched for November 2nd. Yeah, I'm, I'm, psyched. I'm really yes. psyched, too. Like, <laughs> you explaining that, like, I feel like the best the best, like, music or just, like, the like best product that people can create is, like, just having it like having an open mind and Definitely. not having like a straight like uh, like a goal yes but then it's like also exploring other things and putting yeah. other things into their product that like just makes it good and i'm really i'm actually ex really excited for this <laughs> project <laughs> thank you thank you to come out um there's a question over here oh oh okay yeah i got this gotcha. um what do you want people to take from this um podcast podcast what do you <laughs> <laughs> what do you want people to take from this album like what do you want them to like mm. like w to feel to like yeah. to learn or like you know you know what i mean yeah i was saying the other day um to my friend is like i feel like i've really this project i feel like is really the first step in me becoming who i want to be as an artist because i feel like this is the first project where i'm giving people something like i feel like people can listen to the songs whether it's uh sunset or whether it's prospect hill or whether it's all these different songs can take the song and learn something from it so i feel like yeah. really what i want people to be able to take from this project is that we all have flaws right we all have things that poke holes in the facade that we try to put out to the world you know and that's really where the invisible man comes from is like you can see me but like it's it's not really oh, tangible, yeah. you know. It's it's not really something you can hold on to because I haven't taken the time to build myself up. You know what I'm saying? So Definitely I feel like really you. thank you, and I feel like really the thing people can take from it is that we all have flaws, but we need to be able to look them in the face and then approach them. Yeah. You know, my my mentor and also my boss uh, Stephanie Santiago. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. Stephanie. Got a little reaction. Shout out Steph. But um, what she always says, <laughs> right, what, what she always says is um, fear, I mean, not fear, not fear, scratch that, um, being brave and bravery is not not feeling fear. That's not bravery. Bravery is being able to look your fears in the face and go into them head on. And that's something that's always really stuck with me. So I feel like that's really what we're trying to do in the project is is tell people that to look your fears in the face and go straight at them. Don't try to put them on other people. Don't try to act like they're not there. Don't don't do things to run away from them. It's like sit down, look at them, go at them, and you can get over that. You know yeah. what I mean? And that comes back to the affirmations at the end is just saying, I can do this. You can do yes. this. So that I guess that's really what sums it up is just telling people, like, if you have a dream, you can do it, no matter what flaws or what past you have. So that's definitely what I want people to get out of it for yeah. sure. Like, oftentimes, I feel like fear is, like, the greatest cage of all of humanity. Because Most I feel, definitely. like, especially, like, about 
about like a bunch of like older people like the elderly for example i always feel like they're seeing things on tv that's like always making them fearful and every mm -hmm. day it's just like another spike of fear to add to the list mm -hmm. and yeah. like a lot of times what i see is like the elderly is always like taking their fears out on like people who are younger mm. and like always being like oh you better watch out for this or oh you better watch out for that but that advice not is not like always going to be sound because mm. people live differently people have different experiences and like a lot of like the past is in the past it's not here in the present now mm. you know what i mean definitely definitely yeah. for um, sure see like going back to fear and flaws um there's this quote that i think this like definitely ties back to when it's like um when you like re when you're released from the prison of self then that's like the greatest yeah. like mm. that's the greatest prison that like hardest prison to get out of and i feel like fear is what keeps us in that prison because like when we're scared of something we're literally w like talking to someone when we're scared of when we're scared to talk to someone i don't mm. think it's because um, I think maybe it is because of that person, <laughs> but I think it's also what that person might do to us, how mm -hmm. they will react to us. Definitely. And then the key word is us, th I, me. So then I feel like fear, again, just puts us in this um, prison <laughs> <laughs> of ourselves. Yeah. Um, and so does flaws. But like flaws, we can't run away. From, well, yeah. We just we can't run away because mm. they're literally like on, like they're they embedded yeah. into yeah. us. Like yeah. I feel like it just stems all from childhood and yes. like you know and like society and how they view people and stuff mm -hmm. like that um or just flaws like in general because every yeah. human being has flaws Definitely. and like just by looking at them i think yeah i agree with steph that that yes, is like i agree the, too the greatest bravery like that's you're For brave sure. if you do For that sure. um yeah. yeah man Steph's awesome yeah. reclaim the sky <laughs> don't be stuck in the cage break through it if For you need sure. to so um you talked about something you like when there was a word that she said past okay mm -hmm. and that like really um got me thinking that like what obstacles have you been through in the past and mm -hmm. how have you overcame them definitely. and how does that play out in your music mm. i feel like definitely that and um fun fact like i f the name of the mixtape invisible man i kind of like put a different twist on it because i feel like it's how i feel i'm an invisible man in certain ways with my flaws and running away from them in the past but um, the, the first time I ever used Invisible Man in my art was in a poem that I wrote in Miss Carlin's freshman, freshman year class. Shout out Miss Carlin. Someone show her this. Um, but uh, <laughs> is I wrote a poem called Invisible Man. And it was this whole story talking about my father and how my father was never there and how he left when I was very young and kind of the idea of growing up without a father. And it's like all these things that you're missing out on. I'm saying whether it's them coming to a game or whether that it, whether it's them bandaging up a cut or all these different things, all the different things I referenced to the poem, and it's like I always looked, but you were invisible, and I feel like that's something that's definitely affected me throughout my life because it, it's it's when it, when I feel like when a child doesn't have a parent, that affects not only the child but like everything. Oh yeah, everything around them when it when it comes to their mother, when it comes to their friends, when it comes to their relationships definitely with relationships and i feel like once you get older and get into more serious relationships it really becomes apparent because i mean that's just a void you know and it's like i know like 
uh, you know, another song on the mixtape is called Facade. And I know what it's like to have that facade up. Like, oh, I'm fine. Like, like I don't think about my yeah. dad. It's whatever. I'm fine. And I know that's what me and other kids who grew up without one of their parents or without both of their parents try to act like it doesn't affect them. But it really does. It always does. It always does. And it's, and it's really it's really that idea of, again, just coming back and facing the fact that, yeah, there's a void there and I'm not going to use people to fill it. Mm-hmm. That that That's another thing that I feel like really comes up with this mixtape is me trying to use people, not intentionally. Again, and another, and another thing I feel like I want to say, because I don't know, I feel like it kind of comes off preachy is like, I've like every flaw I'm talking about in this mixtape is one that I've experienced. You know, I'm no holier than thou person. Not yeah. at all. Not at all. And it's like, again, like I understand the pain you have to be in to put someone else in pain. Yes. Oh that whole God. idea of hurt people, hurt people. Yes. Oh my God. That's an amazing I, yes. quote. That's an amazing quote. And, it's, and it's, it's really just speaking to the fact that you're not a bad guy. You're not a bad girl. You're not a bad person. You're not yes. a bad soul just because you hurt another soul. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you're doing that with intent, that's a whole different thing. Yeah. But it's yeah. like, but it's like, it, it really speaks. I feel like when someone hurts us, we should really ask, why are they hurting me? Because a lot of times, if you keep looking, you'll see pain. When you when you look at these, you know what I'm saying? Like, think of like all these people that hurt us, and we think, wow, they're just jerks. But nah, man. Yeah. Like, like, there's always something a few yeah. layers beneath. Like, take a look at your character analysis on them. Because, mm. like, every single time when I look back on people, I always know that, like, there's always, like, going to be, like, a level of pain within them. Mm-hmm. And that's why they must be, like, hurting other people is because they know, well, their subconscious knows that, um, that there's nothing to do that there is nothing that they can do to stop feeling pain. Mm. So why not make others go through it? Definitely. Yeah, I've been through that before. And I was like, oh, yeah. I look back and I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, man. Hindsight is twenty twenty <laughs> Always. Yeah. Oh, wow. This, like, low-key, that's been getting me emotional because, like, <laughs> it just reminds me of, like, my own um, relationships within my family and how it's like not like it's not even a relationship it's like acquaintance you know they're my family you know and it's like and then it's that see i went through that too when like i used to um i used to sometimes take it hard when someone's rude to me um and also i used to be rude to people too but like it's because we all have pain and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so then i feel like when i realized and i think that's the same for you guys when we realized that people go through pain and that is why they're rude Mm -hmm. i feel like that helps us become wiser yeah and that like helps us understand that if someone is rude to us i feel like that i feel like that prevents me and i'm pretty sure with you guys um to like be rude it prevents us from being rude because we know that they're going through something and like we know that like they're just going through something and that's why they're reacting that way but sometimes it's so hard because i've had that happen to me so many times when people are so are rude to me taking their anger or uh sadness out on me because they know i'll forgive them because Mm. they know you know like Mm. have you guys been through that yeah i feel like definitely i i know what it's like to be like that yeah Mm. or to like go through it definitely definitely yeah and i feel like it really like i feel like 
I don't know. I'm just the type of person who's like, I don't like to move around the world with hate in my heart. Same here. Same. That's I too can. heavy of a burden. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm not trying to do that. Like thinking about someone negatively, like every waking thought, that's hate. Yeah. I can't do that. I like, can't do it's it. It's so exhausting. Like honestly, I've been through like spirals in my life where I like say something about like a person from my past. And, like, I always just, like, hate on them, hate on them, hate on them. And it is so exhausting. I'm telling you right now, it's exhausting to hate somebody. Because once that person dies, I feel like their energy is gone. And once that energy is gone, you sort of, like, look back and you're like, geez, that person, like, I don't think they were such a bad person. Mm -hmm. And I'm, like, so sorry for, like, ever hating them. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people look back and they're just like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And I feel like that's really a thing with relationships, too, is, like, for some reason it's, it's, like, cool. To like bash your ex. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I'm like, I, I I never understood that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like like a couple weeks ago, you were telling me that like you love this girl, and now yeah. you're like bashing her and and putting all her stuff out there, exposing her, and it's like, come on, like I don't know, like I, I don't know. I was just always with the idea is like I feel like love when we really feel it purely is something forever. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. like if I, I tell someone I love them, no matter what happens, I'm going to love you. Mm-hmm. I might not be in love with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's another difference between being in love with someone and loving someone. Is yeah. like if I'm in love with someone, like I'm I'm committed to you, I'm I'm doing everything, yeah. I'm here with you. But if I just love you, if you hurt me maybe, is like you can be far away, but I'm I'm gonna still love you. You know what I mean? Like if you need something, if you're in crisis, I'm I'm gonna still be there for you. Yeah. yeah. And and yeah, I just you can't tell me you love someone if you just turn around and yeah. bash them. Yeah. Like forgiveness it's not like something you can just be like oh i forgive you and then it's all over mm. no like forgiveness i feel is like a lifestyle mm. not just mm-hmm. like something Definitely. you can just say once and then mm. it's just like magically gone forever like no i think people need to work on that and like i always work on that like sometimes i'll have days where i'll be like oh i hate this person and then like the next thing you know i'll be like i love this person <laughs> like i wish they were here <laughs> Um, yeah, it was because that hate is ingenuine, yeah. you know? Like, you're you're not a hateful person. So it's yeah. like when you try to put hate where it doesn't belong, it doesn't fit. Yeah, yeah. like, I, I would, like, start saying, telling my friends, oh, my God, I hate this person, I hate this person. Because, like, there was a person that I just didn't like because you were mm. just so disrespectful. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so annoyed, I'm so annoyed. Oh, why are they here? Oh, like, and then, like, sometimes I'll think about it and I'm like, wait, he's not that bad. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I feel so bad and I'll try to take it back Word. slowly. Yeah. <laughs> but then I would go again on her because they made me something. And like mm-hmm. going back to what you said and about like in love and like ex and like stuff like that. I feel like I understand that like if you're bashing your ex, yeah, you she might have hurt you or he mm-hmm. might have hurt you mm-hmm. yeah. or they might have hurt you. Um, <laughs> and then, it, but like, if you were truly in love with them, because love trumps hate. We all mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that's so fact. true. It's you see fact. the bumper yeah. stickers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, like, love trumps hate, you know? Like, yeah. writer, I was going to, sorry, okay. <laughs> I was going to make a pun, but I'm just going to stop. But, For um, sure, though. Like, yeah, so then if you were truly in love with them, you would not be bashing them, you know? Yeah. Like, I, you would not be, let's say, exposing them, like exposing their bodies because some relationships yeah. there are like nudes exchange and stuff like that. Yeah, you shouldn't be doing that because, you know, if you truly love the person, you don't want them to get hurt. You don't yeah, want them to nah. be slut shamed or anything nah. like that. And like it just. Yeah. So like it just I cannot wrap my head around the logic of 
people doing that like yeah, it's yeah. like i understand you're hurt but not everything's about you <laughs> okay? exactly like, no, that no. person has feelings i'm pretty sure she or he is hurt too you can't yeah, just yeah. like it's 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 kind of annoying to be yeah. honest and i feel like it's like also is like people deal with pain differently you know yeah, so yeah. it's like I, i'm not gonna make like a huge statement like i don't know because i said like you can't bash someone if you love them so like i'm not gonna tell you yeah, you yeah. don't love someone but mm-hmm. like you know it's like people cope differently you yeah. know and it's that whole idea of like being hurt and hurting people it's like i don't know i feel like if you really love someone and you retaliate in the moment because that's human natural reaction to retaliate when you feel pain it's like you're gonna look back on that and regret that you know what i mean you're gonna regret what you said you're gonna you're gonna regret what you did you know and it's like again like that's something that like you know you don't want that on your your conscience so it's like really the ability to step out of a situation and then change that perspective like we were talking about earlier it's the key to everything is like being able to change your perspective and understand i agree that see like i was low-key kind of like harsh like what i just said Mm. but yeah that's like yo sorry to interrupt this podcast but we are not allowed to post any audio that's longer than 30 minutes. Therefore, if you want to hear the rest of this episode, please click next. Thank you, and I hope you guys are enjoying this episode. Mwah!